This episode of the Bayou Dragons podcast is proudly brought to you by Dragon Industrial Rap. Fuse. Ready for any project, no matter how big or how small. Dragon Industrial Rap. Baby, 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 you don't understand. What you got yourself into Loving this rodeo man Baby, baby, baby I can't lie to you no more Too many things I need to say Before you walk out that door I didn't write rules of the road There's so many stories just can't be told And I keep on thinking everything's alright But the truth is, darling, I need your love tonight Don't think I don't love you Don't think I don't care if you understand, girl, take my hand Just beware Oh, I need you, baby Beside me here tonight Baby, 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 here we You're talking bad behind my back to all our old friends Baby, 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 I just can't get it right Back to pack my tanks are full, I got a good draw tonight I didn't write rules of the road There's so many stories just can't be told And I keep on thinking everything's alright But the truth is darling, I need your love tonight Don't think I don't love you Don't think I don't care If you understand, girl, take my hand Just beware Oh, I need you, baby Beside me here tonight. What a way to start episode 41 of the Bayou Dragons podcast. You have me, Mitch McCall, reoccurring guest Ryan Warhola, and actually reoccurring guest Rance May, who's this is your third or fourth time to be on the podcast sure. also. Sure. 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 And um, 
that was uh, very special. This will be one of the, not the first time, but one of the first times that that's been uh, publicly broadcasted. Sure. Yeah. Uh, There's going to be a few of them like that tonight. Yeah, we're going to have a full-blown Rance May episode. Um, and um, By the end of the night, I will tell you the date of the most highly anticipated record that I've ever recorded. <laughs> Uh, will be coming out. And have you, we've been talking about it for a while now. Do you know the name? Um, yes. You're just going to wait. You can wait. I'm going to, I'm going to wait and tell you the name okay. and the release. You got to listen through or fast forward through all the bullshit. Oh, that's fair. There that's fair. We've been talking about it literally since like my bachelor party at what, four years ago when, the first time we listened to Show Goes On, which is out on all streaming platforms. Sure, yeah, it came out, yeah. He did that as a solo, and you also did, um, what was the other one that you did? Tulsa Turnaround. Tulsa old, Turnaround. Old yep. Kenny Rogers roaster right there. Yeah, another solo. The new edition. The so, first edition. Everybody that does listen, check that out, you know. At least until the time being and when this gets released. I have no clue when it's going to get released. I guess I'll figure out here in about an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, um, before we get into that, we are sitting at a different little uh, place than we usually are. We're actually with Ryan Warhola out at beautiful Pipkin Ranch. Yep, Pipkin Ranch. At the Lodge. So, everybody that is listening to this, we do have a raffle going on right now, uh, courtesy of working alongside with Ryan and Pipkin Ranch, $50 raffle tickets online for a two-person, two-day private duck hunt, and you get to hang out with the Bayou Dragons. So I've heard a lot about Pipkin Ranch, and um, this is actually my first time here, but I know the hunting out here is very good, and Ryan took me, you know, where everyone bunks down for the night when they have guests and clients and everything, and it's this is an incredible place, man. Awesome. I mean, there's mounts everywhere, full-blown kitchen, bar. I mean, this is a cool place, and... We're gonna have a great time when oh, uh, yeah. whoever wins that raffle's in for a treat. Yeah, it's it, you know I grew up, cut my teeth duck hunting on this ranch, and it, it's a very very special place. I mean, this is probably one of the few ranches in coastal Texas that is actually dedicated to waterfowl hunting. That's the only thing that goes on here besides cattle. There's no farming. There's no anything else. They have prairie ponds that they manage specifically for waterfowl, and they have two or three reservoirs down there. Two that are actually three. There's Two that are freshwater and one that's actually a saltwater impoundment. So you get a mix of pretty good mix of different birds down here. You get your puddles, you get your divers, you get yep. you might come out here and shoot shit you've never done before. So any of our listeners that does, you know, want to get on the raffle and wanna at least just be in a chance to maybe harvest something that you haven't gotten before. Well, some of the northern people right here behind us, model ducks. That's one of the most sought after birds when you're when you're trying to shoot your your waterfowl slam is a model duck because it's very few places you can get them in here. It's almost every hunt you get one. So yeah, yeah, and that's what that what I've tried to reiterate is everything is taken care of. If you get down here, everything else is taken care of. And We're we in. haven't really pushed it yet. We did one post about it so far, yeah. but and, the thing is. You're going to come down here. You're not only going to get to hunt with us, but we're going to hang out and have a damn good time over the weekend. We're going to cook, you know, yep. drink a couple beers and just, you know, have a good old time. Yeah. I might even play a few songs. You never know. <laughs> Rance yeah. May might even, you know, just you fucking put know. on a performance. Who knows? But uh, anyway, before we get into this, because this whole episode, we're going to be slowly releasing 
Rance Mays, most really just the most sought after album of 2023. I'm going to go ahead and say. Oh that. wow! Just bold the, statement, Cotton. Hey, bold, <laughs> hopefully it pays off, Cotton. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, how have you been, man? I mean, I know business has been booming for you personally, and you have some uh, big trips coming up. I know you got some big hunting trips coming up this year, and yeah, you know, yeah, business has been booming. Haven't fished as much as I usually do because business. Uh, few fishing trips, couple couple nice ones, caught some marlin. Um, and then I got work slash play coming up. We're going to go to North Dakota for a big job. But while I'm there, I'm going to have some downtime, and it's archery season, so I'm going to bring my bow and try to see if I can't find something on public land, try to video and see if I can't uh, get something down on public land with the bow. So Hell yeah, and Bayou Dragon slash hoot gear. Yeah, yeah, I got some Bayou Dragons and hoot gear. Hell yeah. And, uh, hoot camo, baby. Hey, dude, we got, we got Ryan, Ryan's – Fully invested oh, in yeah. camo already. Yeah, camo, it's the truth, man. I'm in there. And then uh, got Montana. Of course, y'all be there the same time I will be, so we'll probably meet up. I'm actually, while I'm going to be in North Dakota, I'm about three hours. Actually, I'm about 45 minutes where you'll all be hunting in Montana, and then about three hours from where I hunt. But I'm going to go make a big drive on one of my days off and look around, and I'll probably drop you all some pins. Hey, this is soybean, or not soybean, but – uh alfalfa this is corn this is whatever so y'all know going in hey this is what we got up there this year so hell yeah hell yeah man and i do appreciate you letting us come and do this uh, episode 41 podcast here yeah absolutely and shout out to fletcher and grayson pipkin they you know the ultimate is their call and they absolutely no problem y'all come on enjoy yourselves use a ranch and use a lodge and and so. we we cherish some good axes burgers this afternoon oh man outstanding <laughs> i mean yeah, they, they were a revelation <laughs> Yeah, they're they're pretty good. They uh the guy who who grinds it for me does bacon in with them, so it makes mm. a great burger. Mm. I mm. think that's the thing I enjoy most about doing the podcast is we someone's always cooking something damn good. Yeah, that's what Mitch called me. He's like, "All right, we're going out here." He's never been out here. He's like, "What, what about the food situation?" I was like, "Ryan's <laughs> already Ryan's treating us with Axe's burgers." Anytime I do this, I know that there's food. <laughs> every yeah. time, every time there's some something good installed. Yeah. So so y'all had a good run the last couple of weeks. Yeah, no, we so we just got back. We did um me and Rance did every single day of Houston, Fort Worth, and San Antonio San Antonio, Texas Trophy Hunters, and Mitchell was able to come to the Houston and San Antonio one and it went really well. Uh, also for any listeners, uh I'm sure we still have a few tags. Yeah, I got a few tags left. Yeah, if you're so, uh, if you're in the Want to come get a gator? Want to come on a uh, hunt of a lifetime? Get with me, or yeah. the Bayou Dragons. Get with us. We'll get you yeah. with Rance May. We've we've got a um, we sold quite a bit of hunts, and it was really good. We sold some apparel, met some, made some real good connections, did some real good, you know, just networking. They like the, they like the turnkey. They like the turnkey. That's what we're offering that no one else is doing, and there ain't. I don't know anyone else that's doing it. Is turnkey package you come you get a gator hunt we have lodging you get your head mounted like the one that's on this table right now and you can choose what color hide you want done all of it package deal bam get to take your meat home you get the The whole deal yeah you get one price one price you get your meat the same day you want taxidermy we got deals on that so yeah that that's that's unusual in the gator world no yeah, yeah yeah no i and that was the deal with it like when we started this uh, and we came up with this deal, me and Casey there at Porter's Process, and it was uh, it was about transparency. Yeah, 
because I take so many people on hunts that you go and it's like, you buy the hunt from me. Then I take you over there and you pay for processing. Mm-hmm. Then you pay for the hive. Then you pay for the head. And you pay for all of these things separate. And it's like by the time you're getting charged to death, the person's usually like, God dang, you know? Yeah. We, so I go- just wanted to be like, this is what it costs. And yeah, they go in with one set idea, and then you hit them with every other cost. If you hit them with the the main deal right up it. front, and they're like they're expecting it, and they're, they're it. happy about it, yeah. and they've already they've already budgeted for it. So yeah, that's good. And that's we've we've had a bunch of. And we, for those listening, just real quick to get off the deal, eight foot alligator, eighteen hundred dollars. That's where it starts at. So yeah, find a cheaper trophy. I'll yeah. wait. Yeah, eight foot alligator, twenty pounds of meat, tan hide, head done, and. You don't have to do nothing after just booking the hunt. Yeah. We take care of everything. That's awesome. So, and like you said, Porter's processing allows us to be able to do this. All of that, yeah. Yeah, this situation that we're able to, you know, give to people. So, that's why I think a lot of people, like, it was great. in Houston, like, off the rip, uh, this old woman, like, 60-something-year-old woman, Rhonda. Miss Rhonda, dude. Miss Rhonda. She just walks up. And goes, y'all do gator hunts? Yeah. And we're like, yes, ma'am. And Rance took it from and me. I, and what did I say when she walked up? Like, from deep, she walked up and she walked straight to the table and was looking at it. And I told Porter, I was like, this lady's about to buy a gator hunt. It's mm-hmm. kind of like. Yeah. It was like, no, she, you know what I mean? And she was like, right then, like, yeah, let's do it right Sign now. Yeah, right like, now. Awesome. What do you need from me? Let's like, do down it. payment right <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, let's do it right now. It was so yeah. fun. She walked up, hunchback. She just walks up and goes. Bam. Yeah. Done. We're going to have to deck her out in dragon gear. Oh, I may, yeah. I may have to come along on that. Yeah. Well, that yeah. I, plan on, yeah. I plan on us being a part of at least at least half the hunts. I mean, yeah. we, we have to – Rance has like 60 ta- – or at least 60 hunts, you know, yeah. easily that we're going to be – you know, we can go and film and shit like that. So We can go oh, through like the, reminding me. the whole deal, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 60 hunts for 20 days, bro. Yeah, dude. Uh, 20 days of fury, man. This is going to be the first year that I can remember in my – entire life that i will miss teal season and gator season. oh my gosh yeah. man going i i i've literally uh had my booking label you know that i was on at that time book dates through there and cancel the shows so i was like <laughs> no, no man, yeah ain't happening yeah <laughs> yeah it uh but it is what it is i know duty calls duty calls mm-hmm. yeah especially when duty calls for mm-hmm i mean there's money involved, bro. Yeah. Gang. Yeah. I ain't no doubt. I ain't hanging out around here for some scraps, you know, but we'll be here. So yeah. I'll just uh, hold it down. Yeah, I'll send you photos. I'll be like, hey, Ryan, man. God dang. I might pop in for a day or two. We'll see. Oh, we'll yeah. See how it works out. Got so. to. I'm excited for teal season. It's going to be All a right. banger, man. Yeah. Telling we you are. right now, we have so many teal already. If you have water, oh, it's going to be. You know, so that's. The deal with droughts, you know, everybody's like, "Oh, it's going to be horrible." No, if you no. have water, it's going to be the most incredible hunting you've ever had yes. in your life. That <laughs> is, I mean, that's where people don't understand. Like, so Southeast Texas and a lot of the country, but we're having like a tremendous drought. Me and Rance were actually looking at it, some Mexican restaurant in Houston, or not in, in Austin this past weekend. Like, everybody's like, "Man, it's the hottest, hottest summer it's ever been." I was like, "No." There's been a lot of them hotter. There's been a lot hotter. Like, there, what was it, 19... 1906 and 1907. There was... In 1906, there was, like, 54 days over 100 degrees. Wow. And this is, like, in... This was, like, in Beaumont. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, that area. Yeah. Which is a lot. 
for this part of the world. Yeah. And then it was Z, uh, and then two th- or 1907, there was like 42 days over 100. And between 1906 and 1907, there was one foot of rainfall. Wow. Between the That's two crazy. years. That's crazy. Between the two years, there was one foot of rainfall. That's crazy. So could you imagine? That's pre-AC. That's uh-huh. pre-cars. That's pre-anything. Could I'll you imagine you how hot that was down here? To- <laughs> it really wouldn't be a bad thing if, like, a tropical storm came and sat on us. Oh, no. I, we, could, we could handle it. We could use no it. No problem. Oh, yeah. But yeah. what's, what's going to be good for people like us, we have, you know, we're grateful enough to have the land and permission and you know, we get to hunt where we get to. So, like, I ain't tripping about, like, till season. A lot of people are tripping about till season. Yeah. It's like, bro, I'm about that. Well, anybody hunting the marsh is tripping about till season because the marsh is bone dry. Yeah. I don't doubt that. It is bone. I mean, obviously the obviously the bios and all that have water, but I'm talking about yeah. in the internal marsh. I just got done picking up alligator eggs for three and a half weeks. And, uh. There at the end, I mean, there was just nests we couldn't even get to yeah. because there's zero possible way to get to it unless you got an airboat you want to burn the bottom off of driving 700 yards on dry yeah. marsh or salt grass, you know. No you thank know, you. That tidal marsh will be good this year. Yeah. You know, Pace Track will probably be hot. Yeah. Um, you know, the tidal ponds there, but it's – or mud bayou, but, I mean, that's that's about it really and truly. Yeah. Yeah, and – but the deal, most of the – most of the teal are going to short stop. Like the little bit of water we have here, they're, they're most of them will be like stuck. So right, rice farms and that sort of thing is going to rice farms are going to be hot. And hot. even here, yeah, even here on Pipkin, yeah, opening day, yeah, okay, you, you'll kill a few birds, and you probably won't kill them till after nine or ten o'clock after they bang them out of the rice up north of us. But buddy, Sunday, hold on, oh yeah, hold on. Because they do short stop. They short stop up above I-10 they, oh, yeah. or wherever there's water, and then you they're, know those guys get their banging at them and shooting at them, and then they push birds down here. They're yeah. going to hit up Jeffcoat, and then they're yeah. going to – Well, they hit every big reservoir on yeah. the way yeah. down. I mean, no that's you know, their deal. We had that, that drought. Was it 2014, 15? I mean, it was somewhere in that time frame between 2014 and 2016. I killed more ducks on the main bayou – of Hildebrandt and Taylor, just find a point, park the boat in the reeds, and put out decoys and kill. I mean, just everything you can imagine because there's no water. And that's going to be what it's like this year unless we get some rain. Yep. Yeah. And, I mean, it's southeast Texas. We're we're due for rain. Yep. It's going to happen. And once it starts, it ain't going to quit. Oh, that's, no. That's Everybody begs for rain, and it's going to be a mud hole. I don't, this I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't ever beg for rain. Yeah. Fuck that. I, I am know. right now. Golly. Yeah. Some of my technicians at work were sitting there talking about the the farmer's almanac, and they said this winter is supposed to be the wettest and coldest winter in fifty years, and probably will be. It probably probably will, will be because it's been the hottest, driest summer in probably yeah. fifty years. So yeah, since nineteen eighty, I think. Yeah, two thousand eleven was one year of this hot and dry. Yeah, that, but this is two year years I'm, in a row, and that yeah. might have been the year I was thinking. Yeah, about. that's yeah. when we all were yeah, alive, yeah, and it yeah, was this yeah, hot yeah. and dry. That's but it was, it was only in. for one year. Yeah, but 1980, like around that time, I've heard from a lot of people that that like around that time period, it was way hotter. Yeah. and way drier than this. Mm-hmm. You know, and then became wet as a motherfucker. Like all the farmers have told me. Yeah, but all the farmers have told me that like they would, you know, and they used to be hardcore back in the day, and they would like all them guys that ran the farm and all that kind of stuff they'd start at like you know daylight and they'd quit at like one o'clock mm-hmm. and then they'd go back out there at like six o'clock you know but like from like one to six 
they wasn't having nobody dying out there. I'm going to tell you what, though, this out. is the fastest I've seen people cut rice in for as long as I can remember. They're not having to worry about it being wet in the morning. Nah, ain't and nobody getting stuck. No, ain't, ain't nobody, nobody getting, getting stuck. stuck. <laughs> ain't nobody, uh, you know, stripping belts or whatever. No, it's, I mean, it's, it's going. It's good for a lot of shit, and then it's bad for a lot of shit. I mean, you're, you've been good on – you've been cutting a lot of hay, Rance. Yeah, I I mean, not as much as I would like, obviously. And yeah, usually I'll, where we're at, you know, we get these showers off the Gulf, but we've had a high pressure on us for three months that just won't move, you know. So we don't get none of that rain we usually get off the Gulf that kind of keeps the grass green and growing. Uh, literally, the grass in this part of the world is living off the humidity of the mornings. Like the dew it gets on it in the mornings, that grass is living – on that on that stuff you know so there's a lot of hay fields like if jigs is doing real good right now but like bahia and stuff like that it's just burning up man i mean any saint augustine but which i don't cut in hay but what i'm saying is just those type of grasses you know my bahia fields are burned up the the uh saint augustine and everybody's yards burned up jigs is taking over everything which i'm fine with you know, I love some good Bermuda grass, but uh, <laughs> you said the St. Augustine in people's yards. It made me think. So I've been my next door neighbor has a pool. And for years, I've always said there's a leak in that pool. Well, the only green spot in my yard is adjacent to the fence where their pool is. So there is a leak in that pool because <laughs> yeah. that is the only green grass that I have. Yeah, man. Just it's do, it's do, crazy how dry you, it is. Or you could do what Travo does. Just. He Travo's yard is saturated. He's heavily invested in multiple sprinklers. He's done <laughs> researched and looked at every sprinkle sprinkler known to man, and he's got them everywhere because he's got so many damn trees everywhere. So he's oh, trying yeah. to keep them all living, you know. See, and that's another deal. My trees are getting brown, yeah. bro. And I've yeah. been worried about them, dude. Dude, because I, I, I got way too many trees to go water them all. No doubt. <laughs> I won't have a pecan this year. Oh no, dude, nobody, those, nobody in this part of the world. If you got a grove, you're 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 fucked, dude. Man. There, that shit ain't happening. It looks like winter time already. There ain't a, Delaney the other day yeah. looked out the the window of the kitchen. Goes, what's in her yard? I was like, I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, like, what is all that shit? Oh, that's just dead leaves. Like uh, my yeah. whole pecan tree just one day just went. Oh yeah, dropped everything on it. There ain't yeah. a, it looks like it's fucking December. Oh, and it's going to take them from last year and this year. It's going to take them a few years to bounce back, too, oh, yeah. of solid moisture. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. It's crazy. But, but yeah, no, that uh, besides it being dry, everything else has been pretty good down here. And, uh, yeah, y'all check out the Bayou Dragons for the duck hunt raffle, and y'all be looking at Rance May. Do you want to go ahead and hop in another one before we have to take a – uh yeah, we can do another one. Maybe I'll do one here uh, that yeah. everybody knows. Get this mic situated, and I'll get the camera situated. Okay. We got enough time, dude. Hell yeah, brother. I will wait for you. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Drunk and driving fast towards the Kansas dead side. 
In lines and smoking joints Just trying to keep my mind 28 days on the road Got a show tonight Trying to hold on But it's slipping away Said I'm sorry and I'm trying What else to say Tell me going out tonight And I'm to blame Busted and broken on this reefer that I'm smoking Texas seems so far away Been driving on I-10 for three damn days now When will I see your face again? But the show goes on Yeah, the show goes on There's a bowling song playing on the radio Always summer down in Texas But I'm feeling so low I can't help but wish You love me when I'm stoned Motel mirror makes me see my face Sitting drinking, wonder why you say you need your space It's time to hit the road, got a show tonight Busted and broken on this reefer that I'm smoking Texas seems so far away Driving on I-10 for three damn days now When will I see your face again? But the show goes on Yeah, the show goes on Busted and broken on river that I'm smoking. Texas seems so far away. Been driving on I-10 for three damn days now. When will I see your face again? But the show goes on Yeah, the show goes on And that was The Show Goes On and Rance, that is uh, that was your first single off the record, 
that you uh, released here about a year ago. Oh, probably longer than that, brother. It probably has yeah, been. Let's say it's been a it's been a yeah. staple on my Spotify for a couple years, <laughs> man. Now. It so it was just all uh, uh, divine intervention in the wrong way that uh, the record didn't come out. But I I recorded it uh, before COVID. We were touring quite a bit right then around when we recorded it and uh then covid hit and uh shut us down and i you know everything shut down in like march and i was supposed to release that record in may and i just pulled it off and i was like no if i can't tour it i'm not gonna release it but i'd already released the show goes on and uh it did great you know so it was uh it was just one of those deals where just pulled the rug out from under me, you know, I was ready to really roll it out and it's like not so fast. Yeah. I well I remember the first time you showed us that song. I mean, I'd heard it, but you played it at my bachelor party and Mitchell was in the back of the van and he just goes Dude, that's it. I said this is the one. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one. It's, it's a damn good song. Man. Yeah. <laughs> the show goes on and that and what we were talking about, like, this past weekend, me and you, Rance, was that it's had a resurgence. It has. Dude, man. it has, like, 103,000 streams yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. It was, uh, you know, I don't – I'm one of the world's worst at uh, staying relevant on social media and just actively posting and, you know, keeping that going. So, uh, you know, it had kind of leveled out to, like, uh, it wasn't anything – you know, like 500 monthly listeners or something like that, you know. And then in like the last three weeks, it's like at five thousand monthly listeners, and yeah. But it has like I just looked at Spotify a minute ago. It's like one hundred three thousand yeah. down. Is it downloads or streams? Streams, streams, one hundred three thousand. That streams. equivalates to about a hundred dollars. Hell yeah, brother! That's <laughs> fucking money. Maybe Big money. Maybe. Maybe hell yeah. But I uh, no, it's something I'm super proud of. I mean, I I. Uh, you know, because that song kind of did that on its own. Like I say, I don't, I didn't really put a whole lot of publicity into it, or you no, know, I just anything like that. So. I just know probably majority of everybody that we hang out with the year it was released, that was their number one song that year. Yeah, I remember getting a bunch of the end of the year Spotify yeah posts from people. It was like your number one song played this year was Show Goes On. Hell, my wife yeah. was one of them. Her, I think yeah. her number one song was Show Goes Hell On. Yeah. Dude, what was great was, was it Fort Worth? <laughs> yeah, it was Fort Worth when, so Robson and uh, all those guys over at Hunt Hoot, uh, Steven, Glenn, CCG, they were playing Ransomay. Glenn, boy. Uh, they were playing Ransomay all day on their fucking, uh, nice. on their speaker, like, well, Rance is going back and forth, blah, blah. And then, like, there's a bunch, there's some guys down the ways, like with a turtle box, they're just jamming, get fucked up by Rance and May. Yeah, and I got <laughs> kind of embarrassed, man. I was just like, I kind of want to go be like, hey, this is me, you know, like, this is my song. But then I was kind of like, there was like kids in their booth, you know, yeah. and it's just like, I like to get fucked up every now and then. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. shit, you know, and, <laughs> Like, they were in the middle of the convention center, just had that turtle box yamming. Yeah, it was actual just, turtle box people? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Oh. It wasn't turtle box people. It was like oh, some, somebody was turtle a deer box. blind gotcha. company or something, yeah. right, that okay. had just a big old spot in the middle of it that was just 
just had that bitch turned up, you know. And I was like, you know, hell on one yeah. end, I was like, hell yeah, brother. And on the other end, I was like, golly, you yeah. Know? It's not really what I envisioned. You'd have probably made their day if you walked up to him. Oh, hey, I, I would have, no doubt. But I just, I, what about the what about that lady at the? Uh, so Rance got not recognized, but like recognized as an artist twice, and they didn't know who he was. But one lady at the concession stand, he went to go get some popcorn and a sprite, and the lady goes, "Are you with Midland?" Yeah. And Rance goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bet. Yeah, me. That's me. You, you bet. bet. Yeah. And then another person, oh, it was in front of Leo. You were telling me. Yeah. That lady goes, you look like a country musician. Leo goes, hey, well, he is. Yeah. <laughs> he started giving her the whole spiel. Yeah, that's fucking whole. Rance money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, the only, uh, no, nah, I took a few pictures at the deal of people that recognized me throughout the three weekends. But the uh, the one was that kid that we gave the free hat to. Or that dude, I don't know how old he is. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, like, from deep, all the way across the convention center, he's like, I mean, like, three rows over, you know, three aisles of the hunting show over. He's like, Rance fucking May. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? <laughs> what is going on? He's like, and, the, like, the people that's with me are like, that's Rance fucking May. Show goes on, dude. You ain't never heard that fucking song. Like, just motherfucking everything at the top of his lungs. And I'm like, what's up, brother? You know, he's like, I'm coming by the booth. I'm about to come see y'all. And he had, like, the most roached out Bayou Dragon hat. Like, put that thing through so many miles, you know. It was just, it was, it was, it was pretty good stuff. It was so funny because I walked by. I didn't know about this at the moment. But, like, that was when Rance was, like, walking around. And I was, I was going to the bathroom. And I see this dude wearing a, like he said, a roached out Bayou Dragon hat. And I just went. I like your hat, bud. And he turns around and goes, Porta May! And he goes, I just saw Rance May a minute ago! Yeah. And I was just like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, who you are you? Pumped up, dude. That's so, awesome. And what was great, we I told Matthew, and he goes, I, I, and sorry, but I know you're going to listen to this podcast. I can't remember your name. Yeah. I, I want to say it was like Zach or I something like that. Man, hey, and I'm terrible. He just, he literally off what the rip man. goes, was it this guy? And I was like, how the fuck do you know? Because I met him here last year. Yeah. I said, well, we gave him a free hat. Like, cause that son bitch was rough. <laughs> there was two people that I walked, that walked up that I gave free hats to. One was him. And there's another guy that walked up wearing the burn orange and silver seven yeah, panel. Yeah. And the letterings were like highlighted with highlighters. Like, and I was like, I said, damn bro, you in the art class? He goes, I'll let my, my daughter, you know, paint. He had his like daughter. But she was like probably four, I guess now. But she's like she was when she was a little bit smaller. She like painted on everything and destroyed that hat. And I said, "Look here, gave him one." <laughs> I was like, "Look, give your daughter this hat." You know, yeah. trying to reach out to the people. We had a lot of people that walked up that was wearing Bayou Dragon stuff or knew the podcast. Yeah, it was super cool. Like, and I, I even got asked about you too. Really? Yeah. Someone was just like, "Where's Ryan at?" And I was like. Oregon. We're not here. Yeah, there was a few Ryans, but there was way more. Where's Aaron? George. Where's yeah. Big Swole? Yeah, well, where's that big son of a bitch? <laughs> yeah, where's that big dude that's always in your videos? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I love it when people come up and, like, actually listen to a podcast or, you know, well, wearing the, our shit, you know. It's the most raw that we can be because we're just bullshit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, I, being doing what I do, I eat lunch in Beaumont pretty much every day somewhere. And I can't tell you the frequency I'm starting to see people wearing Bayou Dragons hats when I'm at lunch. And it, 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 when I'm working, blue jeans, pearl snap, hair fix, you know, 
And I walk up and I'm like, hey, that's a nice hat. And look at me and be like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's not me. It's my buddies. But, yeah, it's a cool hat, man. They'll be happy to hear that you're wearing it. And my favorite is the UPS driver. Oh, yeah, my UPS driver showed up at the door with the freaking bike. Oh, shit. On the other day. Hell, yeah. 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 I talked to him today. He delivered George. some packages. Name yeah. George. Did you yeah. give it to him, Mitchell? I, no, I, think, I gave it to him. Oh, you did? He, he, yeah. he, That's so smart. <laughs> he didn't know at first. Like, he knew of us, but um, people really recognize Mitch way more than, like, they recognize me, which is perfectly fine with me. But he just, like, he goes, man, what the fuck do you keep ordering? Because there was, a, like, a, a span where he was coming. Um, there was one week he came four times that week with hats. And I'm talking a bunch of hats. Yeah. And I was outside one of the days. He goes, what the fuck are you ordering, dude? I said, buy you drags. He goes, no, shit, you're with them? <laughs> I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, one of the, I'm one of the owners. He's like, dude, no freaking way. I love y'all shit. I said, hell yeah, brother. And I opened up the box right then. I gave him a hat. He goes, bro, bro. And just jumped in his truck, drove off. And then like a month later, Ryan goes, my uh, UPS driver drove up. <laughs> Freaked out that it was me and was wearing a Bayou Dragon. Yeah. I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. I opened the door. He's like, holy shit. And I was like, nice hat. And he goes, that's how I know you. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Been on it a few times. <laughs> he's, due, he's due for a fresh one. He's put that one through. Oh, bro. Yeah. yeah. No, next yeah. time I see him, like, because it will happen. Give him a care package. So, oh, bro. F- funny story about him, too. So, my Jeez. dog, Chubbs, hates every. UPS, FedEx, doesn't matter. If you drive a box truck, brown, like it, it uh, hates them. He don't like hates it. Hates them. Him and George are homies, buddy. Let me tell you, George brings him a dog bone every day. He comes to the house. They are best friends. Oh, yeah. If anybody else shows up besides him, gets off that truck, game over. Hey, George. Small town UPS drivers are the best. Yeah, man. for sure. Gang, for sure. George. When you yeah. listen to this, you that dude. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. But, yeah, that was so funny, like, that – he Ryan's like, man, you would never believe. Which is funny, like even like at the boat show this year, earlier this year when we did it, people were like, Ryan, like yeah. buy you dragon, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like fuck yeah, dude, I love it, I love that, like because Ryan's only been on, I mean he's been on a bunch, but I mean yeah. out of like five or six episodes out of this is now forty one, yeah, and people are real like recognizing you mm-hmm. that means we have some true followers well yeah i mean we had some pretty good clips of warhola when he was talking about his the chase and everything that hit pretty yeah, good too. That, i'm yeah. still getting so i i pinned like that was that deal like when i posted that clip people were like post the post the video post the video so yeah. i just i copied the link i posted it and i'm still like today i saw like another person like that video. So <laughs> I was on TikTok the other day and there's probably some spam account or whatnot, but it popped up in the live feed and it said live police chase. And I'm looking at it and I was like, motherfucker, this shit happened like eight years ago. That's yeah. fucking me. And as I was in the comments saying like bullshit and they're like, how do you know it's not live? I was like, cause that's my fucking me. Okay. Yeah. That's me. And I'm going to tell you how it's going to end. I'm going to tell you what happened. That is my police chase. Yeah. This is not live. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is, is not live. I gotta go. Yeah, yeah, that shit. Hey, man, people just want to be like you, Ryan. <laughs> shit. I mean, okay, hell, hell yeah, brother. Yeah. Man, uh, we um, we did have a good San Antonio show, Mitchell. I had a. Not only did we have a good show, but I just had a great time, man. Overall, just a blast. enjoyed the trash. Yeah, you know who it, did. You know who had the most fun though. I do. Go ahead and say. Oh, Joe. No, that's not who I was going to say. I will tell you this before you answer. When we were driving home, old Joe was spent, man. 
He was, oh, he yeah, was I bet. I, I bet. He was spent. I'm not going to actually say who had the best time. I forgot I'm not supposed to say. But Joe did have a good time. Joe fine, did have dude. a good time. I can't can't say, dude. <laughs> uh, you can't call him out. I can't call him Statue out. Statue of limitations hasn't expired yet? Uh, I'll tell you here in a minute. Uh, I actually uh, haven't even told you. I have heard the story already. Oh, have you? Yeah. Okay, good. Anyway, I, I, will I was say, there. Though, hearing yeah, he, Rance was there. I was the only person there, man. <laughs> hearing y'all stories about it, you know, last year I made it to Houston, and it was good. I mean, it was all right. And then it seems like Dallas and San Antonio are the ones to be at, just hearing y'all talk about it and, oh, and right. seeing the content, too. It seems like there's way more people. Oh, so. dude, you need to come next year. Yeah. Like San just, Antonio was ridiculous, man, was as far really? as vendors. I wow. mean, just next year. So many people. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna beef up the setup. It's gonna be just overall better for us. We're gonna have you know just a little better setup. I think you know just yeah we, we made it yeah. work. Oh yeah, we everything was good, but you know we'll I as would you like go things will get better. You know I I would like to have like a walk through, like I would do a twenty by twenty would be people can come dope. in and hang out with us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm That's talking like thing. throw washers. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you do a twenty by twenty, you can do some stuff in there. Oh yeah, really good. yeah, you throw a party. Yep. Yeah, that's what I, that's what you need to do is literally that's, just throw a party. That's what I'm getting for the fishing show is a twenty by yeah. twenty for snapper slappers. So it's oh, gonna yeah. be gonna be legit. When is the fishing show? So it's gonna be in February next year. Is that the one right in, before uh, the spring? Makes yeah, sense. yeah, yeah. Is that the one in um the George R. Brown? Yeah. Oh, oh, I, see, and that's OG too. I yeah, like that yeah. man. Like I, I, whenever I found out that the. Texas Trophy Hunters was at NRG. I was like, man, that's not where I grew up so, going to the Texas Trophy Hunters, man. I tried to get on it this year, and I'm like, man, why is this guy not calling me back? What the hell's going on? So I had uh, Katie who works for me. She she's We got an email, and it was like a mass email, and it was about the fishing show. So she calls the actual fishing show number, answers the phone, and she's like, hey, um, you know, we called last year. We want to be part of the show. We're, really, we're a local company. We're this and that. And she go and the guy goes, okay, what's your company name? And she goes, Snapper Slapper Lures. And the guy goes, oh. And she goes, oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> why, oh. And she goes, and the guy goes, who are the owners now? And she tells him, and he goes, okay, so the so-and-so, I'm not going to say a name on the podcast, but so-and-so is no longer involved. And he goes, and she goes, no. He goes, okay, well, I'll let y'all come back again. <laughs> so I was, Damn, like, I, was yeah. like, I was like, I don't want to know the story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I, mean, I just want to be able to go to the fishing show. The goddamn stigma around <laughs> yeah. snapper slapping. Yeah. I was like, holy Damn, shit. Boy. Yeah, so that's why I didn't get to be in it last year. Well, we, we've settled all that out now. We'll be in it this year. So. You better, or uh, I say this year, 2024 will be yeah. in it. So. I would like to go just be a part of that. I'll come just help, on. I'll yeah. just help you. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. I think we'll we'll do good. Um, it's It's crazy. Since January, when we did the first the boat show, to now, how big and far Snapper Slappers reach Bro, you has have grown. Killed it. It is. Up. I mean, I'm selling lures to to seven different countries. I have a tackle shop in Belize that carries them now. Like it's just unbelievable. Uh, just signed a deal with Academy. Going to be in all the Gulf Coast Academies. Um, it's it's just crazy how quick it's grown and it's 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 blessing and i'm super excited about it that's, that's a big deal shit, academy yeah. is a big deal yeah. Yeah, that i mean everything you you have turned it around i mean it was already a i mean they're already badass lures but like yeah. with the new ownership you've killed it definitely hell that the dude that's coming down to uh hunt with the rants and we did the podcast with last weekend from texas state he even like we were just talking and he like he knew 
because he was a follower of us, like, he knew of you and, like, that you owned Snapper Slapper. But he was just like, bro, I've been using Snapper Slapper, like, for a while. And that shit catches everything. Yeah. No. You know? He's it's, like, it's, I don't even uh, snapper fish with it. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, we fished it last weekend. And, you know, we went out and tried to catch some grouper. And we ended up catching 19 grouper and four different species of grouper on the lures. And caught just a whole i think we caught 16 different species of fish in two days and all we use snapper slappers because we were going to see what we could catch on those lures and it's Mm -hmm. it's been it's been good so hell yeah snapper slapper lures any of our offshore fishing um you know listeners yeah check well not just any any fishing i think uh i think that uh Ryan and Mitch did pretty good with them yeah. in the tournament. <laughs> nice. That's what we told everybody. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. caught all their bass on Snapper yeah. Slapper lures. I, I do have an inshore line now that came out. Uh, we just released it, so I got quarter ounce and half ounce, and I Bro. probably catch a bass on them, too, to be honest. Oh, I'm the, Dude, give me one. I will go catch it. I'll go catch a bass in Carl's pond just to show that. Well, I got a picture. Uh, Henry sent me a picture yesterday. He was in his pond and caught a bass on a sartreuse one. So. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So it's uh, we released those, and we got a whole bunch of new stuff coming out. Gonna release a bunch of stuff in January. I got some, just some plain Jane jig heads with the screw lock, and we're gonna do um, eighth ounce all the way up to one ounce. So for your swim baits, your bass guys, all that, we'll have those, and you know, obviously your saltwater guys as, as well. But yeah, yeah. so well, you've you've kind of got into the. Ba- I mean. You're into the bass realm now. You about yeah. It. So I mean, I grew up bass fishing. Like it's it's not foreign to me. I mean, I grew up when I was a kid. I was I was eight up. Like I pulled off their country club hated me because I bass fished in every pond they had. I don't care if playing playing golf or not. And I grew up on the bayou and grew up you know going to Toledo Bend. And actually, the when I went and fished Two Moon with with Mitch was and y'all was the first time I've been to Toledo Bend since I was twelve years old. So we're we're talking over twenty five years ago. Yeah, and you got um, third. You got fourth place. Yeah, right behind me. Yeah, dude, I will tell you this: when you got it, you just got it, man. He has the eye for it, and he's just he's got it. Oh, we <laughs> talked about it last night. He was ripping a man. It didn't matter the conditions. It didn't matter the time of day. He was like, "This is what we're gonna throw right he was here." Figuring I've it been out. bass fishing. I don't know several <laughs> several years now. I'm just like. Watching him just rip their ass. I'm like, okay, well, I'm fucking dying on what you're using, yeah, dude. Rans and I talked about it while we were up there. It, it's, I fish a bunch, and it, it kind of, it's the same correlation, you know. So when we were, when we got there that, that day or that first day, and we were just playing around looking, we didn't see the shad. But the next morning when we got in that cove and I saw those shad, I was like, I am throwing a topwater. It just has to work. Like, mm-hmm. it has to work. I think we caught four fish and like five casts. That it was literally one. within five minutes. He had, I don't know, three or four yeah. nice keepers in the boat. I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. a little different than beating the bank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. and me and Rance were well, we were just on fish on the bank. And then you know those fish, they 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 quit. The the shad disappeared, but they didn't go anywhere. They just went deeper. So we started throwing rattle traps. And then once the route trap bite quit, we went to, to Carolina rig and it just it oh, worked yeah. out, you know. Oh yeah. We had some good um good memories made. Yeah, that was were, fun. That that week was a great uh week to find them a little deeper. Because yeah. that's what stage they were at. I just uh you know, I found a lot of fish that week a little deeper, but no size. You yeah. know, I can only find the size. That, that last fish we caught on day two that I caught was that was <laughs> that was crazy. So we're going down the bank. 
and there are these two guys. They come in on the big motor. They go behind this little island. They park between this Is pier and this Tim? island. Hmm? Is that Tim? It was a it was a center console. Okay, yeah, I think they were fi- I think they were fishing the um, th- wasn't there like a. a Fishers of Men tournament or something that oh, weekend. Yeah, there yeah, was yeah. a Fishers of Men. I think Tim they were in, in the Fishers of Men tournament. Well, they come in in this this boat and they they literally power pull down. They got the radio playing. They're drinking uh, beer and oh, that eating was Colt Woolwine. <laughs> that was Colt Woolwine. Yeah, he was in our tournament, brother. And then <laughs> and then they power pull up and they drive off. And I I mean they haven't been gone four minutes. And I throw that Carolina rig literally where their boat was sitting, just goes tight. I give it a little jerk, and all of a sudden, doom, and I set the hook, and that was the biggest fish we caught of the whole tournament. Mm-hmm. Yep. Colt Woolwine. Hey, if you listen to this, Colt, you done messed up, bro. Yeah. And we <laughs> were like, what should we do? I was like, let's let's fish that, and let's go somewhere else. Yeah. And literally. Yeah. You about to give us another sample of the new record? Um, I think so. I think let's it's time, it. man. Let's yeah. get it rigged up and ready to. Let's do it. Well, uh, play this one. I give you a little. Uh, give you a little background here. Um, I uh, I'd read. I a buddy of mine told me a story one time about uh, this lady. Like you usually hear, like a guy that's like got a whole another life or whatever. But it was this woman who like had a whole another life in like China with another man, like, had other kids, like, had two families. And it was the wildest fucking story I'd ever heard in my life. And, like, I asked so many questions to validate it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, there's no way this is true. But, like, this woman had, like, a husband and, like, an 11- and 13-year-old son in the States. And she worked in China. And she had, like, a husband and, like, a 6- and a 9-year-old son in China, dude, and lived... And, and like, I still, you know, because I was trying to validate the questions of, like, how did she have these children without nobody knowing, you know, and she pimped it, you know what I mean? Like, the ultimate pimp this lady was, you know, just, I don't know, you know, I don't I don't know how you could live with yourself doing that shit. But anyway, I, uh, I've always thought about how I can incorporate that into a song. And uh, I really, I tried and I tried and I tried and I couldn't write that story you know but uh this is what i came up with just off of uh off of that story most of my goddamn old life i've hung around In smoky old barrooms and dives all over this town I find what I need in the battle of my choice I drink and I curse out your name Till I lose my voice And these lies you've been given For this life you've been 
point did you know that I was not the one? Was it those evenings you told me you were heading out for a run? Or was it that night out in Tulsa at the mixer you said was for work? Now I sit on this stool and I drink till it don't hurt. And these lies you For this life you've been living Give me time To take it all in Give me time To take it all in came from a woman cheating on her husband in China and having multiple children in um, both nations. Living two separate lives, two, really. Living two separate lives. That's, yeah. that's honestly beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. the that's the Chinese-American dream right there, people. Yeah. <laughs> Should you walk? But, yeah. Dude, that is great. Yeah. Beautiful song. Oh. People are going to be like, man, that's so... Unless they know about the backstory, they're like, man, that's just such a... I love hearing the backstory of songs, and that, yeah. that yeah. one tops a bunch of yeah. that's for sure. Oh, yeah. that's one of the craziest. Oh, it, it's it is it, it is the craziest story, like firsthand account of a story or what you get what I'm saying, like yeah, that I've ever heard in my life. Just like I was just like sitting, there, I listened to it for like an hour and a half, like couldn't get enough. I kept asking questions, just like how is this possible? Like how? Crazy. Crazy. Are yeah, they still was, together? Um, I'm not sure, man. I don't know. Actually, no, nah, he killed the whole family. Oh, okay. No, I'm just No. No. Damn, hell yeah, brother. That is, uh, dude, you have to, dude, what would be beautiful is what, like, how Mike and the Empires did with, uh, after they did, uh, Steak, Steak Night. Night yeah. Steak Night at the Prairie Rose. The, the commentary. The commentary album. If you just went on a backstory. <clears throat> yeah, man. I f- yeah. I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of backstories of songs I don't want to share with people. Sure, that's also <laughs> yeah. true. You know what? Keep them secret. <laughs> oh man, rants! This album I'm telling you is going to be life changing for everybody. Uh, yeah, I hope so, brother. I hope so. I've too. been at it a long time. I'll just sell your apparel for a living. That's fine. Rants may apparel. We can uh, we could take the Bayou Dragons and Rants May line of merch. Yeah, there you on go. the road. Hell yeah! Every weekend's a trade show. Fuck it, dude. Let's At the show. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. Man, I'm down. You, uh, I know you. You're about to be. You've already been busy, Rance, but I just want to remind you, you're about to be very busy. Yeah, man. I, uh, I start like at certain points through the day. I'll be on a tractor doing something, and uh, I'll just start getting like the biggest level of anxiety start thinking about all the alligators i'm gonna have to catch here 
pretty soon. It's uh gets overwhelming if you really let it. If you if you start thinking about, because you only get twenty days, twenty days to uh, fill them all. Fill them whether all. you're selling hunts or hunting commercially or whatever you're doing. Not many people hunt commercially in Texas anymore, but there ain't no market for it. But so, how many tags do you have? Man, total, I can get about sixty. Um, I'll. Uh, so you gotta you gotta average three gators a day for twenty days. And thankfully, um, there's some days where I have like eight alligators yeah, sold. Yeah. So, uh, this year might be the first year in a few years that I don't have to hunt every day. Every day. I like I've I've kept a few days open because. Also, we could talk about a little bit uh, the Marshmaster Classic. Yeah, th- yeah, that's what I was going to bring is up. Happening. This, that's yeah. what I was going to bring up. This segment was so. There's going to be that's a whole nother, it's a whole other aspect. That's a whole other aspect of my season yeah. this year that I got to really uh, also focus on. Yeah. I, I was looking forward to that. I, yeah. It was going to be fun, and I actually had a game plan. Yeah, this year I was going to use a couple Liberty County tags, oh, yeah. a couple Chambers, oh, a couple yeah. Jefferson, and try to come in. But yeah. That's kind of the you gotta. I mean, if you can if you can weigh in five big ones off one property, uh, you got a real special place. Yeah, you know? yeah. And that's uh, that's kind of the point of the Marshmaster Classic is bringing people like you know you get several people together that have good yeah. properties and they form a team of those tags. You know, and that's kind of the whole idea behind it. You know, so yeah, I was looking forward to that because I was just going to piggyback off Ryan. Yeah, and I might I might let Porter hop on the team. Go ahead, I'll yeah. buy you dragons. Get represented. We're gonna be um, set uh, set up at the Gator Fest. Is it gonna be during the Gator Fest? They'll or? be they'll be still. You know, it'll be in conjunction. It's for the whole season. It's for the whole season. Yeah. Okay. So the Marshmaster Classic goes from the tenth to the thirtieth. That's your, your biggest five that you weigh. It's in. you. You submit all your tags into the contest that you want to use for the contest. And you can submit all your gators into the contest, and it's your best, it's your biggest five out of all the gators you submitted that that scores, and it's and it's uh, it's weight times length. Okay, Sweet. that's cool. Sweet. Added together, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Because yeah. I mean, you might get a short and stubby, but then you might, yeah. Then that's, and that's cool. the and that that's what kind of makes it more even. You know, yeah. I mean, even if you know if you got a thirteen footer, but it's skinny, yeah. You know, a fat eleven might score the same. Yeah, well, that's that's. I mean, that, you know, really, kind of like us with our marlin fishing. There's there's been times where a hundred twenty six inch fish was brought to the dock, but my hundred eighteen weighs more than that one twenty six. Yeah. Is they're they're like human, they're like people. You yeah. know, some of them are some of them are some super are athletic, fat. and yeah. some are fat. You know, yeah, yeah. troglodytes. Yeah, that's what I like to call yeah, them. That's cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> like Joe, short and stubby. Joe. Dude, Joe was a treat. So Mitchell, freaking uh, all week was like, "Man, I got a treat for you if it comes through this weekend. I got a treat for you <laughs> if it comes every single day." And the last time he said this, I opened up a present in my in front of my whole family, like at Christmas, and it was the dead pool dew that he had <laughs> killed like a month before. Oh, wow, <laughs> this old dead that pool was years dew. ago, and still one of the best pranks I've ever played. On That's any good. That's a good one. Day. Oh, my grandfather just like, "Where'd you get there?" And I was like. I just closed the box. Like, don't worry about it. Like, what is it? And I just, I just showed him, like hoping he wouldn't say nothing. He goes, a coot, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just in a deep. He had like killed it, froze it, 
and then put it in a box Bucks. for me. <laughs> that was, um, I don't know, maybe five years ago. I had talked that gift up for Christmas for Porter. I said, Porter, I got you something really nice this year, man. You've been a great friend to me. I've probably told the story before, but anyway, just him opening that dead coot in front of his whole That's family. Funny. Grandparents was just. What happened to Mitchell's? Eggs. Christmas presents that year. Oh, it went straight to Tanner. <laughs> I bought some like really nice decoys for him and uh, Tanner, and I went, right, fuck Mitch, and I gave Tanner. <laughs> Tanner got two dozen decoys. Tanner got two dozen. Now. Yeah, yeah. And Tanner didn't get me shit. Yeah. I just no got Tanner twenty four decoys for <laughs> free. But that that's lit all week. Mitch was like, I got a treat for you. So I'm like, oh god dang. And then me and Rance on Thursday, Thursday. Yeah, we were out hanging out. Went and ate dinner, went out, had a couple of beers, got back, and like we're just like chilling at the house, and then Joe just appears out of nowhere, <laughs> and I was like, and he doesn't say anything, like he just like, what's up, man? like acts like up? nothing. I'm just what's like, up? Joe, I haven't seen you in four months. What I the hell? I've seen you since Two Moon Junction. Honestly, yeah, I know you yeah. haven't. I haven't seen him since Two Moon Junction for so, sure. He's elusive, man. <laughs> That's funny. Joseph, uh, he's a yeah, little squirt. he works a lot. He does. He That's all that dude does. But he makes five, six hundred k a year. So, oh, I mean, yeah, you what got a treat. To. What a treat, man! What that, a treat. What, what a treat. So with uh, Rance, with this new album, is there going to be a resurgence of concerts? Yes. So that's uh, recently I made a move from Austin back down here to, to God, this area, God's country. Back to God's country, and bought me a little ranch and. Uh, Raising me some bucking bulls and stuff like that, and I. Uh, Before you go, what's what's your uh, your brand called? Oh, it's War Cattle Co. Walking Asshole Ranch. Nice. The walking. Uh, that's my that's my brand. That's my bucking bulls. But uh, coming soon, merch coming soon. I'm sure. But uh, the uh, so I I did all that and. Honestly, last November, the first week of November, we moved back down here, and uh, I told the guys I was playing with then, I was just like, look, man, I'm, I got some shit to do, so I'm not going to be booking any shows for a while. You know, I'll go do your thing. And they did. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I uh, I just kind of, you know, got some shit I'd been needing to get uh, together in order, you know, and just kind of put this record on the back burner wasn't really thinking about it and now i'm about to release it and have to get back on the grind and going back on the road which i miss it now you know i i don't necessarily miss those six week runs like across the country sometimes i do but i do miss uh i do miss being somewhere different all the time yeah you know i do like that i like going places and people genuinely are there want to hear your songs you know yeah, it's a great feeling has to be a good feeling yeah it is to you know uh to show up to those places and they're like all right we don't suck yeah completely. yeah people are here you to know, see us it's yeah. just like yeah we didn't bomb this one you know but um no nah, i have fun with it and it's there it's coming good probably probably around uh the time my record's dropping which i'll announce here in a minute um it uh, shows will be coming hot and heavy then. I'll be booking them hot and heavy, you know. Hell yeah, bro! So. You want to go ahead and give us another? Yeah, sample? man. Let's uh, let's play one more. Well, I'll play you. We got two more. All right. You have to play two more. All right. 
Play half the record. <laughs> play half the record. That's yeah. That's not the name of it either. No, that's not the name. Half a record. This uh this this one here is uh a old uh Ramsey Midwood banger that I uh felt obliged to record and uh it's kind of with the state of everything that's happening uh I don't think there's it's ever been more true than today but uh if I uh, ever did like a political song or something of that uh direction this would be it it's called monster truck Doctors and lawyers, they won't do nothing for you. Parking attendants, the tax and I spending. Sucking from the poor to make another war. Get the details on your TV news at four. My old man says that's a paranoid construction. Casual vote in the November election. I'm too tired to protest it. Hell, I don't even know if I'm against it. Home of the free, land of the free. Said, when did everybody start picking on me? I'm just trying to go from here to there. I swear to the Lord, I treat everybody fair. I don't want no sympathy a shake a howdy or a cup of tea and that's my state of mind right now I think I'll go out and eat a cow and that's the truth as I know it to be here in the land the land of the free and if you don't like it you can kiss my ass Cause I drive a monster truck That's the truth As I know it to be Here in the land the land of the free And that's my state of mind right now I think I'll go out and eat a cow And if you don't like it you can kiss my ass Cause I drive a monster truck Said no, ooh, ride me high. Tomorrow's the day my bride's gonna come. Oh no, we gonna fly down in the easy chair. 
I said, no, ooh, ride me high. Tomorrow's the day my bride's gonna come. Oh, no, we gonna fly down in the easy chair. I drive a monster truck. Yeah. It's a fact. And what's funny is he, Ramsey, drives a church van. He rode it in a Pontiac. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. nice. There's a couple digs there, though. If you, if you, I mean, in my mind, I don't know who, you know, when he wrote the song, he was thinking this, but when you say, I'm going to eat a cow, I'm thinking, you know, fuck you, PETA. Oh, no, that's definitely the yes. deal. And then, He's, and then I drive a monster truck, fuck you, electric vehicle. Yeah. Yes. No, I mean, well, it's basically, uh, it's kind of just uh, calling out all the people that bitch about everything, yeah. but they shouldn't be bitching about anything. No, it's a good song no, for yeah. sure, and I think that's it's a song that people need to hear. That nowadays. mosquito has been Dude, wearing you out. Finally got it. <laughs> finally got <laughs> it. Watch you fight that some bitch for. That some bitch been lifting fucking dumbbells and smoking oh, cigarettes, bro. If that thing would have made it to the winter time, would have been wearing a card heart and smoking cools. Yeah, bro. straight up. I, I'm, oh, but I wasn't trying to move too much. You're playing all that shit. Well, I've been sitting here just watching, and I'm like, I'm like, mm, son of a bitch. Yeah, that thing right there, bro. He was gang. That's one of the last mosquitoes in Southeast Texas, I think, with the drought. I, dude, that's the first one I've got bit yeah. by in fucking yeah, three months. That ain't no shit, man. It's been such a nice year. It's though. had to live inside of here. Yeah, like it's been in the sink probably. It, it reproduced like. God dang. But anyway. Bugs in general hadn't been too bad this no, year. They really, really haven't. No. Not at all. But that was a good song. Well, I love that song. I'll tell you what's been bad this year, bug wise. The freaking wasps. Oh man. Oh <laughs> my no, they God. Bro. <laughs> bad. I, I don't have know. A ongoing battle at my house every yeah. day when I get home. It's Not like just the my house, thing. man. We were um had Porter and Tanner at the house yesterday. We were working on my <laughs> duck boat trailer and we're sitting there you know replacing the two by fours and everything and tanner's like dude holy shit look at this underneath the uh, angle iron on my trailer there's a freaking full nest of yellow jackets mm. we've been working right next to it full you couldn't fit another yellow yeah. jacket on it no so there was one we pulled the wiring through there was a big one where we like he's saying we we're working on a big one and then mitchell drilled a hole like to like we're running all the wire and doing everything mitchell drilled through another one like knocked it down. There, there ended up being three nest, yellow jacket nest on this this some bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but that one had them like. So my uh, my afternoon game when I get off work here lately has been, I was getting down the back porch and right there where I, my little porch swing is, is where the water hose. If the kids leave it on or whatnot, it'll it'll wet the grass right there. Buddy, I'll sit there with some wasp spray that shoots, you know, 15 oh, foot. And shot. Buddy, they get on that wet grass and that mud right there. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. It's game over. Oh, yeah. These weren't very aggressive. I think they were like. They were probably cooked. Dehydrated, you know. Yeah, yeah man. It, it, I didn't ever realize it. An old man taught me that down in South Texas one time where we opened up a deer blind in the summertime. And it was like. Literally, they had made like the whole deer blind a nest, like a bunch of yellow jackets. Like there, it was the biggest accumulation of yellow jackets I'd ever seen. And that old man told me, he was like, "No, nah, they won't mess with you. It's too hot." And I was like, <laughs> "That doesn't make any sense." Yeah. See, that that like, I've heard of too cold. But yeah, too hot. yeah, no, I, I know they get uh, <laughs> but, lethargic when it's cold. But then 
He was like, no, they're, they also can get too hot. Their body temperature can get too hot, and they're not. And they can't know. fly because there's yeah. so much movement. Yeah. I get it. They were underneath that angle iron, and, bro, everything we kept touching, I'm talking just the wiring with rubber on it. Like, we'd pick it up, and it's like, fuck. Oh. It was so hot. Yeah. Dude, have, everything. Yeah. Have we, you all seen the cup of gas trick people are doing? Yeah. I've seen it. What is it? Where they take a cup of gas and they put it over the nest, and I guess the the gas oh, yeah, fumes yeah, kill yeah. them all, and they oh, all fall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We should have the that. right surface for it, though. Yeah, we didn't have that. So, no. also, I will tell you, if you don't have wall spray, uh, just Dawn dish soap, uh-huh. just mixed with water, just a cup of it, and it also doesn't get shit all over your hat. Like, yeah, you know, wall spray kind of leaves a residue mm-hmm. if you're trying to spray yeah. it on something, especially like the aftertaste. <clears throat> I gotta go. But uh, yeah, that was uh, we got his his trailers working great. Though. Trailers in good uh, shape. That's though. wonderful news. Now it's just the boat. Now just got to get the motor tuned up <laughs> out at Heritage Marine Beaumont. Dropped it off today. We'll he wasn't too pleased with it. He wasn't. It it, it has been neglected <laughs> for quite some time. It's been in the it's been in my yard for a while, you know, and uh, it was neglected. But they're gonna get it fixed up for me. I'm hoping we don't have to use it that much this year. Really, the only time I want to use it is for gator hunting this year. Yeah, and I want to have it for, um, you know, just bullshitting, too. Well, know? yeah, yeah, I get We that. need both of them, though, for footage boats. Yeah, I agree. And that woman, Rhonda, I think, would be a oh, great, no doubt. Great yeah. video Oh yeah. go out and film that one. Yeah. Actually, Rhonda, she's day one. No, she's okay. the 18th. Oh, she's the 18th? I thought she, I thought she got... Uh, that was no, I, uh, that was would, on me, brother. Uh, <laughs> September 18th. Oh, perfect. We're filming Rhonda. Um, well, I, and I also think, Mitch, what we should do, all the ones that we can go and film, we, whatever we can film, we'll be like, look, here's some free apparel. Mm-hmm. Put it on. You get to shoot the oh, hunt. Yeah. You get free apparel, and you get your film. Like, you get a clip of you killing this alligator. Yeah. I think that's like, that even adds more to it. Yeah, that'll be fun. <clears throat> It'll be a great time. No doubt. I uh, I will tell you this. I have some... It's no different than the than the duck hunting like we were talking about earlier with the potholes and the fresh water. Yeah. It is like shooting fish in a barrel these year. This oh, course, yeah. You know, I mean, just – and some of the properties that I have tags for just unbelievable. I mean, good for – you know, I've got two or three properties that are good for really two 12-footers every year at least. I catch at least two on there every year, and they always replenish, and they always replenish. And – a lot of people don't realize it because they just shoot the shit out of their alligators on their property, which I don't blame. It's their property. Do whatever. But, you know, a lot of landowners just, they see alligator, they shoot it because they don't, you know, fuck that thing. It's on my property. But if you have a large concentration of female alligators that live on your property, you will, no matter how many males you take off of it, they will always replenish yeah. yourself. Those big males will always come back because you got the hose. Like, Makes sense. That's the way it works. I'm and I'm just saying, like that that is the correlation with big gators repopulating themselves all the time. If you got them girls there, you're gonna have them big boys there. And a lot of people don't know how to determine the gender of well, the it, gator. How and do you- well that you really you really can determine it because it's like a female's gonna be somewhere usually that a male's not living. A female doesn't really want to be around a male alligator. A male alligator, unless they're breeding, will eat that bitch. Like, a big male alligator will eat any other alligator that gets near him enough to eat that son of a bitch because he, they're opportunistic eaters. They're not – they don't go hunt for their food. You get what I'm saying? Like, they're not yeah. going to, they're not gonna like, 
like a crocodile like wait on their food to come drink and do all that shit like a big one that's smart might do that you know with calves and hogs and stuff like that kind of figure out where they come drink at and then they might set up on that but nine times out of ten an alligator is just an opportunistic hunter mm-hmm. like it's just going to be whatever's in front of him right then and we got you know it's it's because they're not they, don't get me wrong they're apex predators but not in the sense of like like going and finding their food and and really eating it you know what i mean yeah. it's like a gator be swimming down the bio and a big gar roll up in front of him and he'll just eat that some of it you get what i'm saying so that's what i mean it's just it's really more opportunistic than targeted you know well that's not what mitchell was saying he was he was just trying to get you to say well you stick your finger in their cloaca and you can feel their penis or vagina that's what he was trying I to get you really to say. I wasn't really going that No, direction. and what I, what, I, oh, okay. I, what I was trying to finish was uh, <laughs> what 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 I was trying to finish is they do that, but, like, a female gator will be living, like, she doesn't require a bunch of water. She doesn't require, yeah. you know, if I'm going to hunt male gators, I'm going to hunt big water, somewhere yep. near big water, somewhere where there's a lot of food source, somewhere that it's a highway because gators travel, male gators travel. Yeah. That's their deal. So, if you see a gator, and that's and this is what I'm saying, if you see a gator in the same spot all year, just know it's a female. Yeah, you get like if you see the same one in the same spot year after year, it's always there. Don't go try to catch it. Yeah, I mean, and it, and if you, I don't really care. You, get, I'm not telling people don't go do your thing. Like it, it's your tags. You go do what you want. I'm just telling you, if you want to grow, it's just like managing a deer population. If you want to grow a gator population, which you can. Uh, you can manage your property to keep those females around, and I promise you those big males will move in there. If you don't have them right now, they will eventually. Yeah. Females That's are smart, the way though. I mean, if they have a successful hatch, they'll never leave. They'll never leave. So yeah. one, of my, one of my best. And some, of, and, and some of them get their nests robbed every fucking year, and they yeah. still lay them so in the still same spot. So what you're saying just like it made me have an epiphany. Like One of my best gator spots is a – Two acre reservoir that's in conjunction. Yeah. To r- literally a, the canal road is the barrier between the reservoir and a big canal system. Well, the canal system is loaded with gators twenty four seven. But if I hang a dead or a piece of rotten chicken oh, yeah. over that reservoir, I am catching a ten foot gator oh, yeah. every year in that reservoir. Right. And that so that male is in there and that's his territory. Oh yeah. And that's you know, and a lot of people do that. Well, it's like, well, you don't want to do that because a little one will eat it. If you have big gators around, that little, little one, one is not going to eat it yeah. because that little one is going to get eight on that line. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, don't, I can't tell you how many little gators I've caught on line, pulled up there that morning, you know, five, six-foot gator on line that was just dead as shit and just chewed, chewed to, to death. Shit, yeah, just seen that chewed times. to death. You know what I mean? It just – a lot – and that that's just – that so much was brave and hungry or whatever. But yeah. it – and might not have knew the area. But any gator that is in that area and knows the deal, they are not going to eat that bait if a big one is right there. So what's the know? biggest female gator you've ever killed? Ten three okay. that I've caught and killed. Um, That's a toad. Yeah. People, we, yeah. People that don't know, female yeah, gators yeah. usually don't get That's bigger That's like the equivalent of a 14. The, the, reason, I, male, the yeah. reason I asked is we had a ten two last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. 10-3 and I, Mark, it was whenever Mark still owned Porter's and uh, – he told me that year on that piece of property I hunted, he said she's laid a, uh, you know, a, a nest full of infertiles for three years in a row. You know, she'd have a big, beautiful nest. Every one of them be infertile. So she was past her prime, you know. Yeah. So 
He said, yeah. just go ahead and that you know, or, that or no male wanted to fuck with her. <laughs> That's it could be the deal. But this year, and I won't name the property, but I saw if I I will I would put every tag that I get on it that this bitch was eleven foot. Wow. This year and had a forty two egg nest that was the most beautiful nest you've ever seen in your life. And I was genuine you know we picked up almost 10,000 eggs this year. And so you go to a lot of nests and a lot of different situations and all that. I was legit scared of this bitch. Like, and she wasn't that, like, it wasn't that she was super aggressive coming out, but she was in her hole. It was in the middle of the marsh. There was no water around her. She just had a hole dug that she was up in. And she came out of it one time, and I was like, a male ate this bitch and took her hole over. <laughs> like, that's what I instantly thought was like, there's no way that this is female, but she was fighting over them eggs. So it was, and I was wow. just, I, I could not believe it. You know, just utterly was just like, I would, I would, whenever that female, if she's there again, whenever she stops having good eggs, I would honestly love to catch. Cause that, that's another place where I have tags on where that female lives. Uh, I would love to catch that female and get her full body mounted right next to the 1310 and just have a 1310 male, male and an 11 foot fucking female, female yeah, sitting cool. next to him. Like, you want to talk about two studs and missionary. Yes. You know, yeah. <laughs> Straight. Up. How many songs, first off, is going to be on this album? 10 songs, man. 10 songs. 10 I'm song banger. And before we say what the name of the album was i remember we had a bunch of names you know years ago i remember originally you wanted to be called 10 head for the and it was 10 head of cattle yeah to yeah. make the album you 10 sold. head yeah that was gonna be kind of my as a cattle rancher that was gonna be my you know like 10 head you know because it was 10 songs you know i kind of looked at them as like that and then then I realized nobody's going to understand that. Yeah. If, so if you would have said 10 cows on a cover with the number 10 yeah. on top of it, that'd be like, yeah, 10 cow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So then it, uh, graduated from that and I, uh, was going to name it coon dog punch. And that was, uh, that was going to be, the, that was going to be the one when it came out originally. And then, uh, when I put it on the shelf, I kind of got to thinking about it. I was like, well, now that point's kind of moved. So That would have been great if it would have came out. Because he literally said, at my bachelor party, Rance goes, we were talking about just old parties, drinking, whatever. And we said Coondog Punch, and Rance goes, I'm going to name my next album that. And it was like, no, you won't. And he's like, swear to God. Like, <laughs> got like all the cover art done, everything right. for yeah. it. About to drop Coondog it's Punch. Catchy. Yeah, I went on a whole fucking tour. I mean, a radio tour and everything. I told every radio station I went to that Coon got Dog. a new record coming out called Coon Dog Punch, and they'd all look at me like, what is that? <laughs> what what is yeah. that? Jo Joe's the one that really knows what Coon Dog Punch is. Yeah, Joseph. Joseph. What'd you, what'd you settle on, man, for the album name? All right. The name of the record is going to be Bout Time. And uh, it's going to drop November 17th. So the the wait is over. It's coming. About time. 
about it, it time. It is about time. It is, and that's what made me settle on that name. So it's uh, and you know what's gonna you know what's gonna be great is whenever there's a lot there's so many of like people that were friends with acquaintances everything that like listen to you religiously and you know when Spotify like when a new album comes up that they listen to like that music a lot it pops up mm-hmm. they're gonna go about time yeah and then you're gonna look at oh, it and be yeah. like oh shit yeah like, that's it that's kind of the point so double entendre of about time <laughs> yeah it's a symbol of uh what it is and how i feel about it what it is what's up yeah what it is <laughs> and what's up yeah totally but that uh november 17th about time y'all are gonna have to check this shit out yeah, we're just man. giving you a sample on the bayou dragons podcast we're gonna clip a bunch of these songs and post them on the main yeah, TikTok as it, uh, as it get, draws closer we're gonna reveal a little bit more. Yeah, I, I, we could do another one of these right here. Yeah, <laughs> I could do the other five. Do the other five, yeah. the the other other five. five on the record. Yeah, I'm game. I am game. Yeah. That'd be uh, fun, man. Yeah, we might. We'll see what people want. We'll, we'll see what the people want. Give them what they want, man. They want to dance. Hell yeah! <laughs> That's from Selena. Nobody probably knows that. <laughs> yeah, nombre, nombre. Well, I will say what a treat it has been to yeah, it's been great be able to come hang out at this beautiful lodge. Sure. Yeah, what a Pipkin Ranch. Do what this a podcast. Treat. Yeah, and remember, you could be here. You could come. You fifty dollars. Yep, fifty dollar raffle. Doll Two hairs. So you and your buddy throw twenty five in it, dude. You, if you draw, you'll be here with with the Bayou Dragons. So what are we doing? We're doing whoever wins. They get to bring. Yeah, they get to bring a friend. They get to bring. A they friend. bring a significant other. Yeah, whoever they want to bring, guy or girl, we don't judge. We yep. don't judge. If a girl and, wins, um, and you want to bring another girl, we're gonna on. cook them some good food, have some cold drinks, good, good, uh, good company, good hunting, great hunting, great hunting, great hunting. We're gonna have to get a little film footage of this yeah. this place, just like a little sneak peek, Mitch. Yeah. And, this. and I venture to say that the uh, the drawing is gonna get a little bigger. I've seen a couple couple guys that follow y'all sponsor wise who want to throw in some some goodies yeah 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 yeah. that's the package could ultimately be uh pretty large yeah it can keep just getting bigger i just the people the loot the loot yeah all the goodies all the goodies you get when you show up i'm just telling you like with what we're going to end up having offer wise i'm not just like exaggerating this number by the time everything is done, it's like a twenty five hundred dollar value minimum per person. Not 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 yes. twenty five hundred total like per twenty five hundred dollar person total yeah. for the experience you'll get to have for fifty dollars. Yeah, well, it's, it's not even the experience, and we're talking if you just add up the hunting, the lodging, the food, right there, you're close to that number. Then you add the loot that they're going to be thrown into it, plus the camaraderie the and camaraderie, everything else. Man, yeah, it's I mean, going to be top yeah. notch. You know, top notch. Top so. notch. We might even have live music. You know what I'm saying? Possibly. We got plenty of room for it. No, possibly. So, do you want to go ahead and? Man, I tell you what, I'm going to give y'all a real treat here. Give us a treat, man. I uh, to close her out. Uh, this is a uh, tune about getting in a bunch of trouble in Louisiana. Uh, Mitchell's been there. <laughs> yeah, some of us have. We've it's all, hard to get in a bunch of trouble in Louisiana, but you can do. Yeah, it. that's you've done it 
really well if you get in trouble in yeah. Louisiana. Drink I enough, uh, drink enough alcohol, you can get there easily. Oh, let's see the oh squeeze sure. Box. Yeah, get this old squeeze box out. See if I can't get a little coon ass. Uh, Show that real quick to the camera. Just how about that? Oh, we're about to zoom in on that. That is. Hey, thank thank you everybody for tuning in. We're gonna end off with Rance May with this beautiful tune that he's about to play. Down on the French coast, feel a boss from Cajun food. Well, I was headed east of Nolan, driving straight across the border, running from old Johnny Law. Well, them rangers couldn't stop me, must have never even saw me. Probably thought I went to Arkansas. Well, I was running away from trouble, drinking more and seeing double. With only one thing on my mind. Something about that by you living dance all night with pretty women. Don't you know we're gonna have a good time? I'm going downtown, Nolan's Louisiana, looking for a place to hide. I was slipping and sliding while drinking and driving. Pretty women on my mind. I'm going downtown, Nolan's Louisiana, where I hear the gambling is good. I'm on a soak of some culture down on the French Quarter. Feel up on some Cajun food. Well, I've been thinking about them Creoles crab fishing in a P-Roll binging on them hurricanes. Eating crawfish and gumbo down at the Fedoro, just riding that side of cold train. I'm going downtown, all is Louisiana, looking for a place to hide. I was sleeping and sliding while drinking and driving. Pretty women on my mind. I'm going downtown, all is Louisiana, where I hear the gambling is good. I'm on a soak of some culture down on the French Quarter. Feel up on some Cajun food. I November 17th.